With more than 200 accredited courses and more than 1,000 videos, the Police One Academy is a powerful online solution that provides department training programs with features that reduce time spent on records and policy management, credential tracking, and more. It is law enforcement training made simple and effective. For more information and to get a 30-day trial, visit www.policeoneacademy.com forward slash policing matters. Hello, and thank you for clicking, and thank you for listening to Policing Matters, the Police One podcast. I'm Doug Wiley. Hey, welcome back. This is Jim Dudley. Jim, um, a study by two professors, or a handful of professors, I know that there were two at least, um, from the School of Professional Psychology at Pacific University, and I think the University of Wisconsin yes. was involved, um, examined 47 police officers uh, who had an average of around 14 years on the department uh, from a variety of different agencies in the Pacific Northwest. And they uh, examined these officers for what they were calling mindfulness. And uh, we'll get into the definition of that here in a minute. But these officers were told um, for a period of time to practice body awareness exercises. I don't know what that is. Mindful movement exercises. I don't know what that is either. But I do know martial arts exercises and meditating. So while they're either sitting, eating, you know, what have you. I'm going to read the abstract to the study just because... It gives us a little bit more of a sense of what's going on here. Here we go. Policing is widely considered to be one of the most stressful occupations, wherein organizational and operational stressors put law enforcement officers' physical and mental health at risk. This stress is often experienced within a context of excessive anger, which decreases officer well-being and has the potential to negatively impact public well-being as well. Police officers are often taken left uh, to manage their own stress and their own anger and um, in, in a cultural context that does not support self-help uh, behavior that encourages maladaptive coping mechanisms. The current study examines whether increases in, in facets of mindfulness accounted for reductions in these outcomes. Results demonstrated that discrete facets of mindfulness accounted for, for significant differential variance in the reduction of organizational stress, operational stress, and anger. Okay, enough of that. That's a couple of pointy heads saying cops are angry people and being angry is bad for you, right? I mean, that's, that's the bottom line. Let's cut, let's, let's cut to the chase. Right? That sounds a bit like an oversimplification. <laughs> you know, I love the topic, and I sure hope that, that people are, are listening to this with an open mind. Um, a colleague of mine, uh, Jennifer Tejada, she's the chief at Emeryville uh, Police Department in California, uh, attended one of the seminars. Um, uh, there was a study called it, Changes in Facets of Mindfulness Predict Stress and Anger Outcomes for Police Officers. Uh, showed, pra- showed officers who practice uh, mindfulness um, had reduced organizational stress, reduced operational stress, and less showed less anger. So in, in context, I think it's a great article. Um, I, we could probably put the link up on, on our webpage. The original study costs $39 if you wish to buy the original study, but there's also an article that was in some journal uh, that kind of summarized yeah. this, the study itself. This, the, these academic studies, they're typically 39 pages, and they're a lot of really deep, thick, hard, difficult-to-understand language. But this, so, this but the article is quite good. This three- to five-page um, article by Chief Tejada really puts it in a nutshell, mm-hmm. gives you an idea that... 
Yes, as police officers, we experience bad stuff. We get a lot of stress. We have cortisol buildup. We anticipate this roller coaster of chemical brain flood, right? Mm -hmm. We 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 get in. You know, how does police work described? Ninety nine percent of the time, boring. One percent of the time, sheer terror. Exactly, <laughs> and that's my point. And, and I believe that to be true. Um, I think. Mindfulness training works definitely as a leadership tool. Yeah. If you're a policymaker, if you're a manager, but I think it'll it can filter all the way down to the patrol officer level where it you use it as a way of de-stressing off duty if you like to golf, if you like to weightlift, if you like to run, if you like to row. Uh What's the saying for the beer commercial? Find your beach. Right, right. Mindfulness helps you do that, settles you down, centers you. Um, so let me speak for and to the patrol officer who's listening to this. Um, this typical cynical, you know, sees everything glass half empty type of guy, okay, or gal. This is not about chanting "Om" during a gunfight. This is not about that. Now, meditation is mentioned. But that you can meditate while you're off duty. And sure. it, as soon as you're off duty, it's one of the easiest ways to get from condition yet orange, which you might have been in, on the shift, back down into yellow for your drive well, home. Well, don't get me wrong. I do not advocate it for on-duty use that mm -hmm. the guy, the t within 21 feet, a guy is charging at you nope. with a knife and you are contemplating... Uh, the action that you will take with respect for their life and your own. You're not visualizing waterfalls at that point in time, no. Right, certainly not during critical incidents. But I believe there is a time and a place for it. Um, Chief Tejada talks about the buildup of stress, of dealing with all of these social ills that we deal with, homelessness, mental illness, um, poverty, violence, all these things that just build up on us. And in the old days, and not not too far from when I got in the police department, people were solving these problems by hitting the local uh, yep. gin joint, yep. hitting the, the local bar and getting off at 6 a.m. and drinking till noon. Yeah. And then taking a nap before your shift started again. Not a real helpful way of getting over not, your stress. Yeah, kind of the opposite. Exactly. So is yeah. it any wonder that we have a high percentage of obesity and alcoholism and some may argue our divorce rate. Um, I think our lifespans are getting better than they, they mm -hmm. had been. Uh, I, I think a lot of people were worried that they would retire and die. That's why you got guys working you know, into their 60s and 70s. That always amazed me. Um, and so if, if this can be one more tool, and it's not for everybody, I've actually attended with my wife. I've actually attended a, a, a week-long uh, mindfulness meditation retreat in Escondido, uh, near San Diego, California. Well, I'll go to Escondido anytime you ask me to. And and it was great. Uh, do I practice it all the time? No, but it centers you. It brings you back to your own thoughts. It helps you control your breathing. It may help with your blood pressure. Mm -hmm. Um, there's there's so many physical and mental benefits to mindfulness right. training. Yeah, I, I, again, I don't know what body awareness exercises are, but I do know about martial arts. And even just doing kata, it, it, here's another one. A long time ago when I was crazy and stupid, I used to go rock climbing and I would go free climbing. 
which is without a rope. Easy way to get dead. But it's also an easy way to focus your mind on just one thing. And it takes you away from everything else, all of the world's problems, all of your issues, if you're, it, whatever it is, you're focused on something so intently that it, you, you are truly becoming kind of part of the rock. And I won't do it anymore because I value my life more than I used to. Yeah. But it, anything that gets you taken away from the thought about the job, taking yourself completely into something that allows you to free yourself from whatever stress you had today. You know, you were in a pursuit. Uh, maybe you maybe you crashed your vehicle and you're worried about what's going to happen next for that. You know? Right, right. Put it out of your mind in some way, some shape or form. Again, whatever some of these mindful exercises are, I don't know, but we, you know, we can certainly learn about them, right? Absolutely. And and like I said, it, whatever uh, floats your boat, whatever relaxes you, whatever if it's fly fishing or playing softball or you know going for that run to you hit that high. <laughs> I've, that which has never happened to me, by yep. the way. No. Um, find out what fits for you, but at least give a give a look at the mindfulness training. Give a look at some of the retreats, two or three day retreats. Do it right if you're going to try it. Um, there are all sorts of resources out there, all sorts of articles on the net that go beyond mindfulness um, training as an individual, but now focus it on. For those in law enforcement, right. so it, and and here's kind of the the bigger picture, the you know the macro view, not the micro view. We've been talking about the micro, the individual, but if you have an organizational um, commitment, you know, to from the top all the way through down, commitment to this mindfulness, you're going to have a less stressful organization. You're going to have the organization that functions more smoothly, that communicates more smoothly. You're going to, if you have from a leadership standpoint all the way down. People who have bought into this concept to one degree or another, at least somewhat. Um, again, maybe it's just golf. You know, I, I'm just going to go play golf. I'm going to go out with three other buddies. Um, we're going to you know, round the ninth hole. We're going to see the, the, the beer cart come by. We're going to go buy a round of beers and we're going to play the back nine. Great, because you're not thinking about the job. Yeah. You know, and maybe bring three buddies that aren't cops. <laughs> you know, like take yourself out of the. But again, this has to be for it to be, in my opinion, truly successful. It has to be an organizational commitment, right? Yeah, I, I mean, I definitely see a, a place for mindfulness in in policy making. If you are on the discipline panel, um, you know that's where you start looking at discipline. Do you go by your you know quote bail schedule, where you say if somebody misses court, they get a written reprimand. If somebody misses uh, the range, they get a, a day off. If somebody fails their physical test, mm -hmm. they get two days off. And use mindfulness as a way of looking at all perspectives of a problem and, and making the distinction between an error of the heart or an mm -hmm. error of the mind. Was there intent to do something wrong or was it a mistake? And say what you will about discretion, but I think discretion works both ways. It mm -hmm. can be abused. But discretion can be used to encourage your officers to take risks, um, to take risks where they might open themselves up to some sort of censure. Um, and I'm mm -hmm. talking about policies that say uh, you have to tow the car of somebody if they have a suspended license. Right. Until you pull that car over with the pregnant woman at three o'clock in the morning with a kid crying in the back and she's on her way to the pharmacy to get cough syrup. Right. 
you got to give some officers a little bit of leeway with discretion as far as, as your own uh, policies. Yeah. I just want to summarize this uh, thusly. This is not, you know, some crazy hippie dippy voodoo uh, with crystals and incense and what happened. If you hear the word mindfulness, don't think of it as something that's crazy. <laughs> Give it a shot. Um, it, it can actually extend your career, extend your life, and make your, your daily routine, your daily experience far more pleasurable. Tell us what you think about what you just heard. Email us at policingmatters at police1.com. That is policingmatters at police1.com. Thanks again for listening.